guys. This is Ash Kumara, co-founder of DreamItAlive.com. Today's guest is an extraordinary individual. He is actually a phenomenal men's coach. He is Zot Baraka. Zot Baraka specializes in sex and relationships to help the modern man become the best version of himself. He also works with couples and we have a special treat for you folks because Zot is actually going to share some insights with the DreamLive.com audience on how men can become the best versions of themselves and how men and women can create the most meaningful relationships. So Zot, how are you today? I'm great. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Ash. Great. Well, Zot, I'm curious. How did you get started in this field? Hmm. Um, well, I started just on my own path, you know, working on myself. Um, you know, I think like, like anyone else, just kind of through trial and error uh, in life and, uh, you know, coming up against a lot of challenges, uh, you know, being raised in, uh, you know, in an average American house, uh, just coming up against all kinds of, lot, you know, a lot of, lot of, misconceptions about how to be in relationship, how to be in sex, how to show up as a man in the world. And uh, I started off by just um, embarking on my own kind of interpersonal journey uh, through travel and through culture and through uh, learning about rites of passage and uh, then going on my own really deep uh, journey of personal growth in, in the men's movement and going through my own initiations and, um, just we're really working on myself, uh, having a teacher, working with coaches, um, you know, a lot of travels to India and a lot of, oh, just a lot of really deep, intensive work, um, you know, that was inspired by my own suffering, you know, which is usually what prompts us to want to have a change or have some sort of transformation. So I was blessed in a lot of ways of having a really amazing teacher and being involved in men's groups and um, learning a lot. And that just brought me to a place of uh, feeling confident enough to support other men in their journey. You know, I've been through the proverbial, or shall I say the stereotypical divorce and with the kids and uh, all the suffering. And, you know, so that's what drove me to, to do my own inner journey, my own personal work. And, and now I'm showing up to support other men in their in their process. Well, one of the things I love about what you have is that you have this awesome program called the New Masculine. How tell us mm-hmm. more about that and why specifically do men need to embrace the New Masculine? Yeah, and the New Masculine is quite a it's quite a term. You know, it can be confusing. Um, I th- think that the the first thing to do is to start off by looking at what the old model of masculinity is. I like to start there because men can kind of connect with that more easily. Like, um, so the old model of masculinity, we might say, is men tend to be disconnected from, from nature. They tend to be disconnected from their bodies. Um, there's a lack of, of kind of the want of introspection. There's a fear of intimacy. There's, you know, the stereotypical man, Western man, would be a guy who tends to repress his emotions, um, you know, not super in tune with his emotions. And all of these ways of being really add up to, like, addiction to power, addiction to wealth, addiction to, uh, you know, distraction. There tends to be uh, a loss of compassion 
uh, for other people when we're just caught up in our in our own suffering. And, um, you know, you can see that, um, you know, maybe later we'll talk about this, but we'll def- we can definitely see that in, in, in how kids uh, deal with this sort of thing, you know, through through gangs and through um, unhealthy activities. So in terms of the new masculine, um, you know, I, I think it's important also to look at how, how we can reimagine these old thought models, you know, such as God as, as male. You know, that's kind of like the standard person thinking of God as this guy in the sky. Um, part of this old way of being is embracing war, also embracing homophobia. That's, that's a, a core issue that I see. Um, and so many men turn to release these, these kinds of frustrations, as I talked about, to really unhealthy distractions like porn or, uh, you know, um, conquering women or, of course, drugs, alcohol, all those kinds of issues. So the new vision of masculinity is, is not really a specific prescription uh, I don't really believe in like there's a specific thing that makes you masculine, but the new the new vision of masculinity is very much men living from 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 heart like heart centered courage, compassion. A big part is for men to live in integrity with their life mission. Uh, that's a big part of the work. So much, so many men find relief in uh, kind of being on on purpose with their life. And you know when men are living with purpose and on purpose and with uh, the courage to to move through like old outdated kind of macho tough guy image and begin to embrace like a healthy masculine center and a big part of that is uh, what i see the new masculine as being committed to a personal evolution like a personal development uh, personal development and growth and um you know that in itself just those last things that i named are what is creating change in the world so I hope that gives you a good idea of, of what I mean by the new masculine. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And I love hearing about this whole new masculine concept because um, I'm seeing it more and more in our uh, society um, just subtly with um, new actions that um, I would say the new modern man is taking. And, again, I'm not an expert. I'm just sharing my observation as a as a sure. student of life striving to be a new masculine man. I, I'm curious, um, before we dive into a little more about some of your other, you know, advice, who the who are some examples of, like, men you have seen that define this new masculine? They could be currently living or they could be people that you have read about. Because all, we all are a product of inspiring people and people, role models and people we learn from, we dream about, all those things. I'm just curious, like, who are mm-hmm. some examples that come to your mind? In terms of men that are kind of living in this this new masculine yeah. paradigm, living or have lived it, yeah, yeah, either oh currently living God. or lived. There's so many. There, there really are so many. I mean, I could just go on and on. Um, I tend to refer to kind of the men who were at the forefront of the modern men's movement. Uh, I'm talking about within the past. 30 plus years. Of course, there's men before that, but um, Robert Bly is a really uh, popular, or shall I say, um, kind of an icon of the men's movement. Uh, Sam Keen, uh, great, great writer. Um, Robert Moore is a really big one. I have all my men read Robert Moore's books, uh, King Warrior, Magician Lover. Um, 
Other men would be, let's see, uh, gosh, uh, Gay Hendricks, uh, Gary Zukov. Um, uh, I'm sure you've heard of Neil Donald Walsh. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Bill Kalt is another guy who, who was at the forefront of this. He was one of the founders of the Mankind Project, which is probably the most, one of the most popular men's uh, programs out there. Um, gosh, I, like I said, I could, I could name a, a lot of men that are out there doing this work. I mean, we just see it more and more. Like I'm getting asked to do more and more festivals, more and more conferences, ask me to come out and do specific doing men's workshops. So yes, you're right. It's it's growing. It's proliferating uh, because as a whole, our society is evolving. And so as we evolve as a whole, uh, men are coming out. I mean, that's why we're able to offer the programs that I do and even have a a career or a job as a men's coach. The, the only way I can do that is if men are coming out, and they are. They're coming out more and more. So, um, you know, I stand on the shoulders of, of these kind of giants of these brilliant men that have come before and that have inspired me. That's amazing. Uh, and I thank you for sharing that. And um, some of those names that you've mentioned are, def- are people that I have studied too, and they're very, very helpful for others to hear as well in this interview. You know, when I think about the new masculine, I mean, there's so many different parts of a man that need to kind of, men need to work on, and, you know, such mm-hmm. as the emotional, the spiritual, the physical. I mean, how, mm-hmm. how does the new masculine embrace specifically the emotional, spiritual, and physical aspects? Good. Um, yes, very much work on, on those pieces. So we work on the emotional through... Um, through digging into into deep work, like shadow work, we can call learning and um, learning to reframe our old concepts and conditioning. Um, and I've seen some amazing shifts to this work. Shadow work's a really important part. Shadow work, uh, briefly, is as as uh, the great psychologist Carl Jung says. You know, through our our shadows, we act out in certain ways, and then when we act out in certain ways things happen in our life and we tend to write that off as fate. You know, like when people make decisions and things end in a certain way, people just tend to say, oh, well, that's just fate. But actually, through doing shadow work, meaning these unseen, unhidden aspects of ourselves, through maybe it's childhood trauma, childhood woundings, programming from, you know, maybe unhealthy parenting or society or cultures that one may grow up in, through digging into that and seeing how these affect us now, we then change our actions. And so then we kind of get into a little bit more of a, of a proactive, uh, co-creative relationship with our life rather than just kind of being at the mercy of these unseen, unseen um, influencers. So um, th- that's a really important part of the work. Uh, the spiritual work is also a huge aspect. Um, so many men that I work with don't really have any kind of spiritual grounding. They don't really have any spiritual connection. They don't really know where to go. They, they no longer identify with their religious upbringing and they're kind of just lost in the sea of not, you know, of, of, of nothing. And so helping men to begin to cultivate some sort of spiritual connection to something higher, kind of connecting to the greater whole, whatever you want to call that, the universe, God, spirit, divine, you can call it, you know, the great intelligence, you can call it the energy of life, mother nature, whatever you want to call it. But I see that as a uh, absolutely crucial part because if you remember 
uh, one of the first things I said, like this old model of masculinity is men being disconnected from, from the earth. You know, we live in concrete. We don't connect with the earth. We don't connect with nature. And that can be a really huge source for people to have a, a spiritual connection. And then, of course, the physical aspect goes without saying, you know, to, to embody healthy masculinity, um, embodiment means you have to be in, in, a, in a physical relationship with some form of, you know, like a confident man. If we look at archetypes, archetypes of the healthy masculine, like the warrior or, or the king, like being able to be physical in your body but having some intention behind that physicality, working with your breath. Uh, you know, doing yoga, doing Tai Chi, whatever kind of physical activity, uh, you know, you connect with. But it is an absolutely huge part of the work uh, that I do. So, and that brings us kind of into the idea of, of uh, sexuality. Uh, so if a man wants to be sexually kind of supercharged, doing this work is really crucial. Also, if they want, you know, longevity in, in their life and to, to have that sort of uh, strong libido throughout their life, uh, it's important to learn about these different aspects and, and evolve yourself in your emotional mastery, evolve yourself in your spiritual connection, evolve yourself, um, you know, physically in how you are showing up in the world as a, as a physical man. Um, you know, Taoists have, have used these things, like Taoists have used sex since ancient times as a tool to heal emotional, physical, and mental imbalances. And um, there, there's uh, this idea, Taoist practice called sexual kung fu, and, and using this as a way to, to beat their opponents or athletes. Yeah, oh God, sexual kung so fu. Cool. You learn, yeah, you learn to harness your sexual energy as a way to, um, to be, as you said, you know, the best version of yourself. And so my, my whole thing, my whole work is about, this is all about practice. Like, you, you don't excel in anything without practicing. You may have a natural talent, but to be the best version of yourself, it takes, uh, you know, this inner exploration. It takes digging in uh, and, and doing some work. And so that's, that's what guides that come to me. Uh, that's what they engage in. They engage in personal growth work. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Mm. I love that sexual kung fu thing. That's so like uh, yeah. Like I told you, like <laughs> you could do this whole video series on that. I bet. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you yeah. know, I'm a. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. You know, diving into the whole um, aspects that you talked about. I mean, you know, you talked about you know the sex life and relationship work mm-hmm. that many men or mm-hmm. I should say all men need to constantly work on. I mean, what are some practices you recommend for for help for being a better lover, just to be frank? Because out of all the things you've mentioned, I mean, I'm just representing every man yeah. in the nation hearing this call. Definitely sure. um, sex and love life and relationship building are all things that are the most important. How do you, what practices do you recommend? Like, actually, you know what? I'm going to change the question. What do you do? Yeah. What are some habits, rituals that you do? Because... <laughs> I'm yeah. curious. I want to. I'm. T- I want to learn from the the coach himself. <laughs> well, God. I mean, in terms of. Um, I mean, there's there's many routes. One is learning to cultivate your own sexual energy, and that that's what I was referring to, um, to sexual kung fu. Um, so, I would say, on a foundational level, like the first and foremost, most important thing is for a man to 
I learn to be filled with breath. I mean, that's my main practice. Um, and for guys that think it's, that that's just some sort of new-agey, fluffy kind of unicorns and rainbows idea, it's absolutely not. If you look at men who, are, who stand the most, in the most confidence in work and sex and in relationship, it's men who, who are filled with breath. We tend to see men that are, are disempowered or have low libido or insecurity in sex, they tend to be shallow breathers. And I definitely saw this in myself uh, at the beginning of, of when I started learning about this, and that's my main practice uh, is breath practice, long, deep belly breath, uh, breathing in down the front of your body, expanding your breath. I mean, this is, this is a foundational practice for a man to learn to be more present, and that's probably the number one thing that I practice is, is presence practice, learning to be more present fully there, um, for my partner, for my woman, and also for other people. You know, when you're really present with, with someone, it completely shifts the space. It, it shifts the interaction, and absolutely in sex as well. So presence practice, this can happen through your breath. And even with your partner, like simple practices, uh, like connecting in the eyes. People tend to close their eyes and be disconnected and be focused on orgasm uh, during the sexual experience. But there's so much potential available for people in, in sex, so um, connecting through the eyes, uh, through connecting with the man, connecting with the woman through open eye contact, this can and tends to open your woman, and the more open she is, the more ecstatic men can experience sex. You know how we get really turned on when our women are turned on, right? If a woman's not into it, it it's, it's just kind of this, uh, what uh, at the risk of sounding a little bit too blunt here, like a mutual mutual masturbation, which is not a very ecstatic <laughs> experience. It's it's just a way for a guy to blow off steam, and that's you're not getting, you're not even getting a, a tenth of a percent of of what's available in in the sexual act. So, um, other simple little things is to approach your 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 sexual practice with your partner. Um, I would say first thing is breath, presence, connecting in the eyes, not having a goal in mind, not having your orgasm as the goal, either for your partner or for yourself, because you're, you're losing out on the experience if your goal is to just have an orgasm or give your partner an orgasm. Um, I mean, there's so many things that can go on and on and on. I would say one of the kind of the downfalls that a lot of couples fall into is this idea of same time, same place. They go to this same time, they have sex after a long day, they both work, they go to the bed, they, they do the same thing, and it's no wonder that there's kind of a, a lack of true depth and excitement. It's just, it just becomes this routine thing that you're doing. So for men, I, I always have them work on learning uh, to do what I call preparing for the feminine. So it's really the man's job to prepare the space for the feminine, prepare himself for the feminine. Um, you know, create the environment and uh, how we have more intimate and deep sexual interaction with our women, since women are creatures of intimacy, is to create the environment for that intimacy to happen. Lose the goal or the attachment to even to intercourse. Sex doesn't have to be intercourse. Lose the goal and the attachment to having to have an orgasm, but rather uh, shift your focus to... Um, creating more intimacy, and then through that experience, you know, 
men can have multiple orgasms. They can, they can last for much longer periods of time and really experience greater depths of, of you know, ecstasy and orgasm. So hopefully that will give the guys a few lines, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. I love hearing that, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, well, along those lines, I mean, I, I mean, what's your what's your experience with things like tantra and forms of meditation that could create that um, orgasmic experience without actually having physical sex? You know, if if men are into that sort of thing, you know, for men that are into exploring tantra, I mean, absolutely, it's it's a um, when I speak of Tantra, I'm talking about traditional Tantra, like the traditional um, Tantra from India and from Tibet. The Tantra that we see in the West, we would call Neo-Tantra. That's not my, that's not my practice. I come from a, a traditional Tantric background. I don't really bring these, um, this kind of language when I'm working with men, uh, only if a man brings it up and he's interested. But for guys that are interested in that, yeah, absolutely. Bringing in a, a real depth of of, um, of of this want to have a deep spiritual connection with your partner. Uh, of course, there's all kinds of practice, meditation practices, learning to bypass ejaculation. But it's not just the idea of not ejaculating. You have to be able to learn how to digest and sort of circulate your sexual energy. Zazad, I mean, a lot of what you're saying is so amazing, and it's, I mean, clearly we want to share the amazing work that you're doing to help transform men and also help women uh, find you yes. too because how, <laughs> why should a woman contact you for their man? I'm curious. Share, share a great case study if you don't mind. You know, I just had a woman um, probably about two weeks ago contact me. Someone had referred her to me and she is in a situation with her husband where she is terribly dissatisfied, unsatisfied in the relationship. Um, and, you know, sadly, I, I hear this quite frequently uh, from women where their they're men are, they're not progressing, they're not changing, they're not um, developing in the relationship. Women tend to be, uh, you know, kind of on the personal growth path and working on themselves, but their men are not interested. They say, I'm fine the way I am, I don't need changing, I don't need fixing. And they get to a place where they don't know what to do anymore. And so uh, this woman reached out to me and she said, you know, I really want my, my man to work with you or to sign up for your program. Uh, what can I do? And the, the honest truth is um, all you can do is inspire him and um, lovingly make suggestions. Um, but, you know, you cannot, women cannot get their men to do anything. Um, the man has to have a sort of a, an innate desire to to grow himself to develop as a human not just as a man but as a human and so i told her i said you know here's my email here's my phone number um you could just invite him say hey i know we've been having these challenges in our relationship a friend of mine told me about this this guy who's a who's a men's coach and um if you're interested you know here's his website the guy never contacted me um and she got back to me and she said he's he's just not interested and so it it's, she said she has to decide what she's going to do now in her relationship because nothing's changing but she, except for her. She's changing, but the relationship is shifting. So it's, it can be challenging. Um, you know, a woman cannot, and, and neither can a man, tell his partner, you know, to change. You can get to a place in your relationship where you can say, 
this is no longer working for me at all, and I'm no longer willing to be in the relationship in the, in the current uh, structure, the current format, the current way that it is. So something needs to shift, and, and, and a woman can, can have an ask. She can ask her man, you know, this is, this is what I'm asking from you. If I don't get this, I don't know how I can continue in the relationship. And, you know, that sort of thing does happen. I mean, relationships end all the time. Divorce rates are so high. So you can't force your man to do it. All you can do is inspire him, suggest, and um, you know, if the man's interested and he talks with me, you know, I've had that happen a few times where a woman has suggested and the man comes and we do some work and it absolutely shifts the relationship radically. I had a, had a woman sending me emails and she was even emailing my partner, my woman, saying, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Our relationship is completely change because the man had kind of an awakening, you know, and he had a new outlook on how to show up in a relationship. Amazing. Well, Zod, I mean, you and I can go on for hours and hours. Yeah. And uh, I I love what I'm hearing, and I want more, and I know when this interview gets shared with the Dream Alive community, uh, people are going to want to know more, too. I, I know you have an upcoming program. Why don't you tell us a little about the upcoming yeah. program to conclude this interview? Sure. Yeah, um, I am collaborating with two visionary coaches. Uh, it'll be the three of us, uh, really amazing, powerful men, uh, Robert Kandel and Ken Blackman. Robert Kandel started, uh, co-created the organization called One Taste, which is um, quite a, a, a popular thing around the United States and growing into Europe. Uh, you've heard of orgasmic meditation. So Robert is the uh, co-creator of One Taste Orgasmic Meditation. He's my co-collaborator. And then Ken Blackman is a senior trainer for One Taste. And we created a program called the New Masculine Program. It's a six-week online men's transformational course and a three-day live event. So we're going to be journeying together for six weeks. Um, Men are going to be on a weekly call with us. They're also going to get an individual call with with one of us throughout the month. We're going to have smaller pods where pod leaders are going to be working with men. We call it a crash course into the new masculine way of being, confidence, sex, purpose, and money. And it's going to be phenomenal. We're going to have a three-day event in this beautiful little oasis in Los Angeles where we're going to be together for three days just really digging into some powerful work, and men will undoubtedly have radical epiphanies and transformations. And uh, with the three of us bringing our 60 years of of experience together, um, it's really exciting. So we have a lot of men signed up, and um, men. the course starts April 2nd, and um, I just advise men to sign up as soon as as possible while there's still an an early bird price happening. But if you even have the slightest inclination to get a recharge, uh, to get new insights, and also to be in the brotherhood of conscious men, that's one of the biggest pieces is to be in this brotherhood of other just ordinary guys that are looking to completely transform their life in the area of confidence and sex and purpose and money and women and relationships. So um, it's uh, the website is RazorsEdgeProject.com. That's Razors with an S, EdgeProject.com. And, uh, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to see well, you there. I'd love to see all the men there. <laughs> I will, you can count on me being there. Um, well, Zod, thank you right, so much man. for uh, sharing your wisdom and knowledge. Thank you so much for offering this amazing program. We will be, we'll make sure to uh, share this when we promote this interview and keep on making the world be a better place. And my website, too. Should I say my website? Please do. 
at zatbaraka.com, Z-A-T-B-A-R-A-K-A.com for anyone that has questions or wants to know more about my own personal work. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, your, your foresight in, in bringing this conversation out to the masses. My honor, man. Have a good day. Thank you so much. 